Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to another episode of Vitamin D&D, your weekly dose of Dungeons and Dragons, just what the DM ordered. I'm your host, Patrick, and here with me today, as always, is my fellow co-host and party member, Brady. Hello. How's it going? Good. Just ready to discuss discuss this uh, this podcast. Yeah? I mean, what? so what, what are we talking about? Uh, today... We're going to be talking about just what what is D and D in general, you know, just like what it is, how it's done, you know, what you do, just the the general gist of it. Yeah, and uh, to get us kicking, um, Dungeons and Dragons is what D and D is. That's what it stands for, D and D, um, and it's a role playing game, um, otherwise referred to as a tabletop role playing game. Um, and in the game, one person is the dungeon master, and the rest of the players control characters. So we're going to get into some quick definitions of those different roles um, that you may find as you go on your adventures. That's right. And kind of the biggest one and the most important one is going to be the dungeon master or DM for short. Uh, they're also called game masters in other tabletop RPGs or tabletop role-playing games. But uh, we're going to be referring mainly to Dungeon Master or DM. And they are the person who has the structure for the world in their minds uh, as the characters interact with it uh, or the, uh, the player characters interact with it. And Dungeon Masters are also the storytellers, uh, but the stories are shaped by the players and their characters. So the Dungeon Master also controls all of the non-player characters and monsters in the game, like I was saying. So they're the, the Dungeon Masters are the ones who basically have the story and steer it while the players react, and then the Dungeon Master reacts to the players reacting. Yeah, um, and like Brady said, it kind of, uh, I like to think of it as a kind of a coloring book. You know, the Dungeon Master uh, makes the, the black and white outlines, and then the next people, the players, that's you, um, they're the ones who color in the, you know, color in the pages that way you know sometimes spider-man might be green um so just you may have an outline of what something might look like and the players will color it how they want and will make things happen so those players control characters that are the main characters in the story uh there may be other major events going on in the world you know you know wars you know weddings funerals that sort of thing um but uh, the character's experience is the focus of the uh, of the game. And like I said, the players control characters, uh, which are the individuals, kind of the heroes, um, the main main focus of the story. And they're made up of different races, classes, and each with their own unique personality and backstory. That's right. So, so those are kind of the players' ends. And then back again to the, the DM side of things, there are the non-player characters or NPCs, and that's usually how we will refer to them throughout this uh, show. So the NPCs can be common people that make up the cities, towns, or nations, and they're just also members of other adventuring parties, mercenaries, royalty, shopkeepers, soldiers, members of an, you know an evil cult, and, and assassins, or anything like that. Uh, these individuals can be allies, neutrals, or enemies. So these are all of the characters that fill the world that the players are not controlling and that the DM normally controls uh, or just the kind of, you know, the people that fill the world. And then the other thing that the uh, 
dungeon master or the DM will handle and control would be the monsters. And these represent the hordes of non-human creatures that dwell in the places beyond, you know, between civilization and while not necessarily evil are generally viewed as bad. So these are also, um, just the, the mean creatures and things that inhabit the world that aren't the non-player characters. But sometimes monsters can be NPCs if they are sentient or can talk and stuff like that. So, but these are just like the, you know, the creatures that you think of. Yeah. They're just misunderstood. Yeah. You know, know, they all have, they have their side of the story. You just got to listen. Yeah. You just got to listen. Everybody's got a story to tell. That's right. Um, (laughs) So going to focus on the players characters because they're kind of the, um, I'd say like, like I said, the, the focus of the story, the main characters. And so there's a lot that goes into, um, into the makeup of these characters. And those three things are the race, which there are nine standard races and a ton of non-standard races. But what we're just going to talk about, um, in the upcoming episodes are just those nine standard races that you can find in the player's handbook. Then the class, which there are 12 classes, um, with, like I said, many different variants, many different subclasses within those. Um, and these uh, classes are kind of like, you know, paladins, like you got your your healers, your fighters, your, you know, guys with bow and arrows who are rangers. You've got the sneaky dudes who, you know, whether they be thieves or assassins, like you can play them or um, some kind of magic user, some spell caster. Um, and tons of different kinds. So there's lots of variety um, within the 12 standard classes. So not, you're not typically going to find going to get bored uh, with that. And then the last thing, and this is kind of the, the story of a character's life, um, their background. And I like to think of it as a character's story, uh, excuse me, a character's story so far in life. So kind of what they did um what's happened to them, what their goals are that have brought them to up to the point where this adventure is going to begin, where the, yeah. kind of the player is taking over. Or if you're supernatural fr- fans, the road so far. Mm, yes. Um, so their background can be made up of, you know, why they chose the adventuring life or just normal stuff. And it can be completely customized or there are some pre-generated uh, backgrounds within the player's handbook that you can even just, if you can't decide, you know, what's, what happened to my character, you can roll a dice and pick from a list and it'll be like, hey, well, your parents died, boohoo. Um, and you can go, go with there with that being your story. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's totally up to you, uh, as long as it fits in with the DM's world, but you just make up however you want or take the easy route and do the pre-gen. Yeah. So that's that's the player characters. Be as, um, be as edgy as possible. That's right. You're going to be the edge lord, you know. Like, <laughs> you're not my real dad. <laughs> you don't understand me. My life is you just so don't get hard. Me. Yeah, you just don't get me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the, that's the player character side. Um, so now, typically, this is kind of how we're going to talk about gameplay for a little bit, just in a very vague general sense. Uh, this is usually how the typically typical gameplay goes, and it's you can kind of think of it as like either tennis or like ping pong or something. So normally the dungeon master describes an environment and includes what is happening in that environment. So you know you walk into a dusky dungeon and you see this or this is happening or you know whatever, and then 
The next thing that happens is the players describe what their characters want to do. So how they want to interact with the world, whether it be checking their surroundings for enemies, inspecting the structural integrity of an old bridge, uh, or approaching a townsperson to ask a question. So the, the dungeon master describes the environment and what's going on. And then the players describe what they want to do as their characters or what their characters do and react to that environment. And then you have what the dungeon master narrates as the results. So whether or not they notice any nearby enemies or whether the bridge looks sturdy or about to collapse or the beginning of a conversation with a citizen of the town. And this cycle is just rinse and repeat. It just keeps going. It's a cyclical, cyclical thing. Um, Patrick, what's the the thing called um, hmm? in, for pilots? The oodaloo loop? What is it? Oh, yeah. Um, so it's kind of like the decision-making loop. The o- yeah. oodaloo loop. Yeah, OODA loop. You observe. Oh, um, gosh. You're asking me to put uh, the acronym. I can't remember. Well, but anyways, it's basically just this cycle that happens. So the dungeon master describes something, and you can think about it as, as he knocks the tennis ball into the player's court, and then they decide how they want to interact with what the dungeon master has given them. So they decide, and then they hit it back to the dungeon master, depending on how they hit it back. He will react with his counter hit or serve or whatever, and he will tell what happens. And then you just keep going through this thing. So, for example, they walk into a dungeon, and it's the dungeon master will be like, you walk into a dimly lit dungeon. Uh, there's candles on this long hallway, and there's a door to your left and a door to your right and a hallway straight down. What do you do? And then the players will be like, maybe somebody's like, uh, I light my torch and begin to walk down the hallway and then you know if they just walk down the hallway then the dungeon master will say okay as you begin to make your way down the hallway you step on a trap and then it goes back you know the dungeon master may say make this kind of check or whatever and then they respond to that and how they how the role goes depends on what happens to them and it just keeps going back and forth like this so it's really just back and forth this cyclical cycle that keeps going on and on and on and that's basically the core gameplay loop yeah, so, and then um, inside that, the way the gameplay typically goes, um, you're going to have what the content of the game, kind of the, the three pillars that make up Dungeons & Dragons, and that is exploration, combat, and social interaction. So exploration can be things like interacting with and discovering the secrets of the world, whether that be kind of you know exploring dungeons, old temples or even just traveling through the woods um, or even traveling through cities and then combat of course is fighting bad guys um, or good guys if you're if you're a bad guy because uh, you never know whenever you might have to fight the good guys can't always it's a hard to start hard decisions um, but everybody likes fighting and uh, so that's why you know combat's one of those three pillars and then social interaction, which is you know things like chatting it up with the non-player characters, the NPCs, as well as with other characters in your game that are controlled by the players. Uh, you never know what secrets or connections you'll uncover over a drink at the tavern or around a campfire. Um, and I think you know most people really enjoy the social interaction, whether that be just back and forth between the dungeon master and them, you know, talking to some non-player character, but also. Um, you know, you want to want to start digging into your fellow players, your party members' backstories, because you want to find out all those juicy story, you know, plots that they've come up with to make up their characters. Yeah, you want to you want to unravel the the yarn of their life and see what their story is. 
<laughs> Peel back the onion. Yeah, the ogres. Onion. Um, <laughs> I like onions. Yeah. We have layers. Layers. <laughs> but yeah, so that's those are the kind of the the three main core things, and they're much more detailed than depth. But we're just kind of hitting it at a cursory glance type thing. But kind of the biggest part of this is uh, what helps create a completely unique story with most of the exploration, exploration, combat, and social interactions is this randomness of rolling dice to help make the outcome just a little bit more random and not certain. So it's not you going up and saying, I want to climb that wall. And depending on your stats, like, oh, you did it. Using those stats, you roll a dice. And even if you have really good wall climbing abilities, you still have that possibility of failing or whatever it is you're doing. Even if you're looking for clues, if you're really good at looking clues, sometimes you can still fail. It just depends on what the dice how they roll and that's really what makes you know this whole thing kind of work instead of just being like oh i'm good at that i, I succeed at that or i'm good at everything so i succeed at everything it's like no you got to roll the dice and you know see how things go because not everybody can be great at everything all the time yeah and uh that that dice rolling and all those ability checks and you know skills and things you're good at uh that's what we're going to be talking about in our next episode um episode three that's right, and uh, that kind of will start your your real journey of learning D anD D and you know playing and stuff like that. But this this episode was just kind of to get you used to the concepts of what Dungeons and Dragons is. If you're new to tabletop RPGs or just Dungeons and Dragons in general, if you've you know heard the term or heard people talk about Dungeons and Dragons or seen it on you know Stranger Things or other TV shows or pop cultures you know, Big Bang Theory, anything like that. And you're like, huh, really? You know, I wonder what that is. You know, that's kind of what the general thing is. And as we go forward with this series, uh, we'll actually help you learn how to play and teach you some of the rules and stuff like that. But um, I got I got a question for you, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would you say, uh, let's just say of the three, you know, the major content, uh, the core content pillars of exploration, combat, and social interaction, what's, what's, your, what's your favorite? Um, well, combat's real fun. Uh, I, you know, I like thinking about things tactically and kind of making decisions quickly as your turn comes around, you know, trying to, you know, make, make good decisions and play as a team and kind of synergize and, you know, feed back and forth off each other like a well-oiled machine. But, uh, I guess I'd have to say that, um, social interactions real fun, um, just cause, I feel like that always puts puts you a lot of pressure on you, like what you're gonna say, because you're trying to trying to role play a character um, that may not you know may not act like how you act, and so it's it's fun to get into the head and make decisions of you know how is this person gonna answer that question? I know how I'm gonna answer that question, but I'm not playing me. I'm not, I'm not playing Patrick. I'm playing uh, you know playing a wizard, playing random dude from the streets. So you got it's. I think that's pretty fun. Um, yeah, you know, every, everybody likes to be an actor. You know, everybody wants to be an actor to some degree or, or another. And yeah. it's it's fun to get to, yeah, just be in that other headspace or be somebody else, you know, for a little while and, you know, get to do things. I, I would probably say social interaction is fun, but I, I do like the exploration side of it. Yeah. Just because, like, if I play regular video games or, or whatever, you know, I like to try and find all the secrets or go and explore all these places, you know, see every facet of everything and find all the stuff. So it's completionist. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you just want to, well, what's around that next corner? Or, oh, you know, I wonder what's around that next corner. No stone. You know, stuff like that. Unturned. Exactly. And I think that's what makes it fun. And I think all, all these things together, you know, I think that's what the big appeal of D&D is, is this whole thing where, you know, it is escapism, but it's also has all these things, you know, that a lot of people want to do, you know, in their normal lives. But, you know, a lot of us can't just set out into the woods for years on end and fight dragons because dragons don't exist. But, you know, it just, you get to do all these things and have this fun little world where you get to collaborate. It's not just the DM creating the stuff and you sitting there and him telling you what happens. Like it's a collaborative thing where, you know, it is a back and forth. So, you know, the DM may have this sort of pre-crafted idea or outline of what wants to happen. But as Patrick was saying, you know, the players get their input and they can totally derail it or, you know, do whatever they want. And it's this, I I think the collaboration is really what is one of the big draws for this, as well as just the creative, you know, getting to use your imagination and just have fun. Yeah. I think as long as you've got a good, uh, a good group to play with, it can, uh, D and D is very therapeutic. I mean, or I guess not necessarily even D and D, but, uh, you know, other tabletop role-playing games, whether it be Pathfinder or something else, I think it's, super therapeutic, you know, kind of getting to role play, go through decision making processes that, you know, don't have any real life repercussions. You know, it's not going to affect you in real life if your your paladin, you know, bites the big one <laughs> because you were just really bad at combat one time or you just, you know, rolled horribly. Uh, so I think it's I think it's fun to kind of play a kind of a kind of uh pretend to do really high risk things without, you know, having those without the actual risk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't, I don't want to fight a dragon. Gosh, it's real, I don't real want to die. Yeah. <laughs> but fire. Hey, I mean, if you're, they, yeah, if your character dies, fire. you can just reroll a new one. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, if I, if I had to try and answer our question to the title of this episode, what is D and D? I think the core of it is getting together and having a fun shared experience with friends or even new people or, you know, new people who could become your friends. I think it's just that sitting down, have a, having a collaborative fun thing where everybody has an input and it's not just one sided. Uh, You you stole your own thing that I was going to give you credit for. I was going to say, you already said a really great, you know, really great definition of it, a collaborative story. Oh yeah, well, I was just circling back to it, you know, it's to really make good. that point. You stole again, your own thunder. Good job. <laughs> I did. Ah, oh, dang it. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much what D and D is in a nutshell. And throughout the rest of this show and podcast, we want to help develop your skills or your knowledge of the game, so you can play and take part in this. Or if you are a veteran uh, and haven't been in at it for a while or you know it's been a while since you played and you're a little rusty you can come back here and kind of brush up on your skills and um you know it's in convenient podcast format yeah again just uh just whisper whisper sweet educational nothings in your ear while you drive to work that's right let us let us be your guides <laughs> through dungeons and dragons <laughs> yeah 
I'm Tweedly Snurbler, and this has been NPR. <laughs> Hi, Myra Glass. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not Myra Glass, and uh, and NPR is great. You should go listen to them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm not. It's just we're having fun here. It's collaborative. It's fun. It's great. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, Pat, you got uh, got anything else? No, I think that's it. Um, I think we should uh, call it quits before we get sued by NPR. That's right. Before anything else happens, but uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much going to be it for today's episode on what is D and D and kind of the core gameplay loop and core essential parts of Dungeons and Dragons. We hope that you have learned something from today uh, or gotten something out of it. So uh, thank you for listening, and we hope you found it informative. But let us know if you have any questions or something that you'd like to hear about in a future episode by emailing us at the vitamin D and D podcast at gmail.com. That's the vitamin D letter N D podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook or our Instagram or our Twitter. Um, just search for vitamin D and D podcast. It should pop up or you can check out our website at the vitamin D and D podcast.wordpress.com. Again, that's the vitamin D, the letter N D podcast.wordpress.com. Uh, and don't forget to tell your friends and spread the word. That's how we get our word out. We don't pay for marketing or anything like that. It's just we rely on y'all to get the word out and hopefully you enjoy it and maybe use it to get your your other friends involved to get you a group together to start playing. Yeah. Um, Let us teach your noobs how to play. That's right. So you can all have <laughs> a group and have a lot of fun. And you can catch out uh, catch some of our other um, companion series that we have. We have uh, Vitamin D&D for Kids that Patrick does where he kind of teaches you how to play with your either your, your own kids or your DMing for your friends' kids and uh, makes it simplified and easy for them to play and have that social interaction and you know problem-solving problem skills and stuff like that. And then I also do called uh, Beyond the Screen where it's DM tips and dungeon mastering tips. So if you wanted to try and take a foray into DMing um, and maybe give your DM a, a break and because you know usually a, a DM is a forever DM and we want to play too so uh, but we teach you some tips and tricks on how to be a dungeon master over there but uh, check those out and um, check us out on all of our social but other than that keep an eye out and an ear out for our next episode where we will be talking about skills and abilities and how to use the dice with those skills and abilities Um, so join us back there for that one but other than that take it easy and we'll see you after your long rest